I'm Jeremiah McConan. I'm Gabriel Ritchie. And we're back for a hoop chat episode. We was just talking, Gabe. It's, I feel like it's been forever since we did one of these. Yeah, long hiatus. For real. Been like a month. A lot of football on our minds lately. A lot of football, as you guys would definitely know if you've been listening to the Richie and Mecco connection. But today on the hoop chat, we have a small Fords list continuing our um our little our little project here of ranking the top ten positions position it's funny because positions aren't even a thing anymore bro isn't it getting weirder and weirder as we go down the list when i was like making my all-star team i was like looking at it and it's like front court player front court player and then dudes like jimmy butler you don't even know if he's a front court player or a guard like it's so weird watch in 20 years i feel like this there's just gonna be no positions it's gonna be combo guard front court guy yeah i don't i don't even fucking know it's because partly it's because AAU, partly it's big men are getting very skilled. Yeah. Partly it's AAU. Everybody just wants to have the ball in their hands. Everybody brings the ball up. Everybody wants to be, you know, LeBron's not a point guard, but he brings the ball up. So that shit's like disappearing. Facts. And then, yeah, it's weird because combo guard, that used to be like something you don't want to hear. It's like, oh, they're not good at one. They're not good at one thing you know right. they don't have their thing they're just like kind of mediocre at everything that's kind of what that used to mean yeah that tweener used to be like derogatory terms in basketball now now people freaking get horny over them but this week we're doing our small forward list top 10 of the 2000s i mean would you say this was easier to make in comparison to the other two for the point guard and shooting guard or harder <sighs> It was much harder down the stretch, like, once you get to, like, we'll get into it, but the ends of our lists um, yeah. are very, <laughs> it's it's sort of a crapshoot, no disrespect to the players, obviously. They're in our top tens, but, I mean, we'll see what yours looks like. Maybe there's guys I'm forgetting, but some of the guys I could have sneaked in as a small forward I already used as a shooting guard, so... The end of this list gets very weird, but the beginning, like I said, the top five on this list is better than any other top five in terms of players and where they rank all time to me in the abundance. I mean, we haven't done, we're probably going to do small uh, power forwards mixed with centers just because that gets so weird Facts. and there just haven't been that many dominant centers uh, of the 21st century. Yeah, no, I'm with you, bro. Like, I, I, so I'll, I'll I'll just share my honorable mentions with you now, because I was just like you said, it's such a crapshoot. But I had Karan Butler, Grant Hill. Grant Hill was weird. So, cause his, like, if you're counting, obviously we're doing from the 2000s, but from like 95 to 2000, I think he would have been. If we're counting it from that, he probably would have been like second or third on this list. Because he was so good before that injury. And then right when you, I think he got the ankle injury 2001, 2002, mm. when I was looking it up. So it's like, man, I can't include you on a list. Even though you had like two really good years in the 2000s, yeah. other dudes were just better. But I had Grant Hill. And then two guys that I just have bad memories attached to for some reason. Luau Dang and Richard Lewis. My other Forgot about matches. Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis, I just feel as if he was always hitting a big shot on the Celtics in the playoffs. Yeah, when he was with Orlando, and the same with Luau Deng. Luau Deng, you know, sometimes we'll talk about who our Celtic killers are when we're watching a random game, and Ish Smith will be all there. I feel like this is Luau Deng 
never missed when he was playing the Celtics. Him yeah. and uh, Ben Gordon. Bro, but yeah, those were by... Yeah. Remember Ben Gordon? Well, it's crazy you say that because I was just talking to my uncle the other day. Like, The first NBA player I ever met was Luol Deng. <laughs> really? Yeah, I got his autograph. It was 2006. Where'd it you was after the Bulls had just beaten the Celtics, I believe. Oh, wow. He was just hanging out in the stands talking to whoever. And yeah, <laughs> he was nice. Ben so, Gordon kind of snubbed me. Ah. Uh, but yeah, Luol Deng. Shame on you, Gordon, if you're listening to this, man. And you know he is. And you know he is. Of course, of course. Yeah, Luol Deng, I mean, after that that Chicago sin, I just remember him for finessing money from the Lakers. Well, he had like (laughs) three years he wasn't playing and they was just paying him. Yeah. Shout out Luol Deng. What's um, who is it? Is that Jalen Rose who makes that joke? Catch cashing those checks. Keep cashing those checks. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Jalen Rose? Yeah, yeah, probably. It sounds (laughs) like something he'd say. Oh man, but yeah, Luol Deng, king of those, a uh, king of cash and checks. But all right, let me get into my into the real list now. Number ten, Gabe. I had Peja Sto. I'm, ah. I'm gonna pronounce this right. Stoyakovich. He's, he's in my uh, honorable mentions. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's what I'll say 10. too. I'll jump into my list immediately after this because, yeah. like, like we just said, like, it, it's not even that much of an honorable mention. It's like you guys don't belong with the names that <laughs> appear later on this list. Nice. They don't belong near them. Yeah. Now, Ted through, Ted through six. My, the guy who I have sixth on this list is, is an interesting, polarizing guy. But 10 through seven, man, you, you can shuffle those guys with anyone. Like, not even on our list, probably. And I, I wouldn't, like, get mad at you for it. But yeah, I had Peja on. You know, he had a good run with Sacramento. Was on some really impactful mm. Sacramento teams. A guy who I think today definitely would strive. Just, you know, he stretched the floor. Has size. Probably use him on defense. He could switch and shit. And yeah, man, just a, a dude who kind of did his thing. Three All-Stars. He was an NBA champ on 2011. That Dallas team. That Dallas team, it's so great because it get it got so much OGs rings who were so good in their prime, but yeah. you know, we're all on the on the losing end. In Paige's yeah. uh in Paige's case on a on a rigged end. If you oh, yeah. a Sacramento fan. But um you know, he got the ring. He uh he has an all NBA in O three, O four. It was his best year with Sacramento. But yeah, I had Paige at ten, so so he was on your honorable mention. Right. Was it was it close for you or um, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could say it was close. Okay, all right. So, yeah, Peja 10. <laughs> it's, such a, it's, it's so weird. It's so weird. But, yeah, he was... It's weird. Uh, 2004, he averaged 24 points a game, which was uh, impressive. And, yeah, the early 2000s, three straight all-star appearances. Yeah, like, he he, he made his due. So, yeah, he's 10. Nine, I had Andre Ugudala. I wonder, <sighs> is he, did he make your list? I, wasn't he... I think I put him as a. Did you have him as a, as a shooting? I might have mentioned him as a shooting guard last time, which is why I didn't put him on this list. But if we are putting him on this list, I mean he he's not like a strong nine for me. I think because when I was looking at it, it looked like he had played like most of his career at the small forward position. Yeah, but try because he was a small forward it's so weird see this goes back to how we started this pod with this positionless shit because on golden state i'll throw him in there i'll throw him on my list on golden state he was the small forward right when they had the death lineup right because he guarded lebron and he he held lebron to 
he held LeBron to 37 and got a finals MVP. But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I counted him <laughs> as a small forward. I mean, he's right. an all-star, three-time champ, two-time all-defensive. I mentioned that finals MVP. That's, you know, that I, I don't use that as an argument for him. It's honestly, it would be an argument against him, if anything. And probably a pro-Steph argument that he even yeah. did that. But, yeah, I mean, he's been doing it for a long time. And he's, it's funny because he's kind of, I think now he's injured with Golden State. But he's been kind of having a positive impact on the team this year when most people probably thought it was down yeah. the road for him. He's never been on a team that sucked. And that's yeah. not a that's not a uh, coincidence. Exactly. Like early Philly teams, they weren't awful with AI. Then he went to Denver with Melo, and then he was in Golden State. And he even had that year with Miami. Yeah, right. It's funny, too, because I think <laughs> it's not like we have younger listeners. <laughs> we do. Youngest, we do. We or maybe we do. We might. Yeah, I should not discriminate against anyone at any age. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, though, because you brought up Philly Ugudala. I think like some younger listeners or younger people who may have not watched basketball like in the early 2010s probably forget like how good he was offensively. Yeah, he was the number one guy for a lot of those years in Philly. Right, he was the number one scoring option. Yeah, so you know that I think that that landed him number nine on my list. Number and a sick dunk package too. Go watch the '06 dunk contest. Yes, yes, great YouTube watch. Number eight, Meta World Peace, who I just Ah. found out changed his name to what the fuck is it now? (laughs) Meta (laughs) Meta Stanford Artest. Jesus. So he's back to our test. The last name, at least, yeah. is bad. But um, <laughs> on the court, I mean, we all know about how, how much of a nut this guy is off the court. But on the court, this dude got it done, bro. He was four-time all-defensive. He has a defensive player of the year. Uh, he got the championship with the Lakers. He hit that shot. Oh, I'll never forget that shit, man. Because you like those were one of those shots where, it, obviously, us as Celtics fan, you knew he was going to hit that shit, too. Because, like, yeah. of course, that's how we lose. We're not going to lose off of Kobe hitting it in two people's face. We're going to lose off Derek Fisher and Ron Artest hitting yep. Meta World Peace hitting that bullshit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, he, he was still a good player. Those early years, his heyday was probably in Indiana. Right. You know, I, I was watching that documentary, the Malice in the Palace documentary mm-hmm. that Netflix has out. And it, it was kind of a look into how good he was back in those Indiana days. Like, I kind of forgot. Not even that I forgot. I, I didn't watch basketball at that time, so I didn't really know. But... You know, doing our diligence, looking back into history and shit. Like, yo, this dude was actually another guy offensively. Like, you wouldn't think, like, Igudala has the reputation for, you know, being a defensive stalwart or whatever. But offensively, he even had a year in 05. Yeah, he averaged almost 25 a game. And that Indiana team was really good. Of course, the Malice and the Palace thing. If it wasn't for that, people had them going to the to the finals. Probably yeah, they were the, the favorite. They were yeah. the favorite that year. But, of course, Artest gets suspended for the whole year. Jermaine gets suspended for, like, half the year. And then, you know, that whole thing went south. And he gets traded to Sacramento. But Meta Worlds or Meta Stanford, whatever you want to call him, (laughs) uh, he's number eight on my list. Uh, He was a pretty good player. Really good on defense. And that's kind of what brought him onto this list for me. Seven, I had Sean Marion. And, uh... Ah. Not too much to say about him. You know, he was kind of just a good player for a long time. Yeah. He played 15 years. Another winning player. Another guy who who won a ring on that Mavericks team. Right. And was great in Phoenix. And, yeah. 
He could put up buckets. Of course, he's got the weirdest jump, weirdest shot ever, you know, the weirdest shooting form ever. But yeah, another guy on my list. Man, I used to hate using him in 2K because of his shot form. Like, it was impossible to time, bro. Like, you had to just tap that shit just to even get it, like, like slightly good release. But, yeah, you, yeah, you mentioned it. His Phoenix series was uh, where he made most of his, his bread and butter in the league. Yeah, where, where he made his bones. Facts. So, he, uh, he definitely... And a, another great dunker on the low. Yeah. Some small forwards, man. They could get The Matrix. That's a, that's a lit-ass nickname, The Matrix. Yeah, The Matrix. I might be top five, but uh, he's not top five. He's top seven as far as small. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Sean Marion seventh and sixth game. I had Paul George. This is who I said uh, was the most polarizing okay. figure on my list. I mean, he is pretty good as as you know as public as his playoff meltdowns have been, as publicized as they've been, and I, I feel as if that's kind of partly due to him just. Having to exist in the social media era, where I'm sure there was other dudes before him, probably even on this list, who's had blunders in the playoffs, but they didn't have to deal with all that scrutiny because, you know, obviously there's no social media back then. But yeah. when you kind of step back and look at Paul George's career, I'm like, the dude was pretty good, bro. For sure. And we've talked about him on this podcast a bunch of times, especially during their playoff run last year. Like, he's really good. He's not a first tier guy. And similar to it, it, it goes back like it's what people say about these guys that make certain other certain people hate them and take things way too far going in the other direction where, right. you know, you call Patrick Mahomes like the future goat, and it's like, no, but he's still really good. You <laughs> right. call Paul George like, oh, he's top five in the league. No, he's not. But he's, he's has he been top 10 a few times in his career? Yes, for sure. Uh, and he's been a consistent top fifteen player in the league, but um, that's that's kind of what happens when you when p- certain players get hyped up. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree with you one hundred percent. And um, because when you look at his career, Indiana, he was so good. Right. Kind of thought he was gonna. It honestly, looked like he was gonna be the guy to challenge LeBron. Uh, yeah, they took. Seasons. They were a game away. Yeah. From be- then, beating them in the conference finals, so a game away from the finals. I remember, there's, remember that one sequence that it probably surfaces on Twitter at least once a year. But like he hit that crazy shot, and then he had the dunk on Birdman in that series. It's like, yo, nah, Paul George, young Paul George in Indiana was that guy. And then he yeah, he went to OKC on All NBA that year. It was real, it was probably a top three MVP candidate that year. And then of course he had the Clippers run where it was kind of disappointing that first season, obviously, but. I think he kind of made up for it with last year's playoff run when Kawhi went out. I don't yeah. know if you agree. No, I do. We He revitalized his career. He, there was a few moments in that series where it got scary, but he, he pulled through. Nah, he did. He, had he some pulled through. Cops. Yeah, so shout out PG-13. He, uh, he's number six on my list. And Gabe, I will pass it to you now for your 10 through 6. Okay, so I'm making a small correction to my list. I initially had Giannis as a... Small forward. Oh, okay. Interesting. And look, look at his, speaking of positionless players, look at his basketball reference. Position, power forward, small forward, point guard, and shooting See, guard. That's insane, bro. What? <laughs> and he's definitely played center at some point, too. Like, that's For just sure. every position. Uh, but he's definitely more of a big man, I'd say. And I'm going to take him off of my list. Okay. Um, 
So you'll see him in the next list. But I'll, I'll get it going right now. Let's pull up his basketball reference. A guy that might not be on your list, honestly, because you never mentioned him, but I'm throwing him on there. I think this guy had bigger moments than Apesha Stojakovic and uh, had more of an impact on his team than a Ron Artest at times, and that's Chris Middleton. Hmm. Okay. NBA champion, second best guy on an NBA championship team, a two-time All-Star. He will be an All-Star more times in his career. And uh, a certified Celtic killer, as you know. And nice. just the past past few years, uh, almost 20 a game every year f- going back to 2018 or 2017, 2016. Uh, so he's been getting buckets for a long time now. I think he's an underrated defender. I think he's a good all on-ball defender. And he's hit some big shots himself and really is like, no disrespect to him. It's sort of like a dollar store Kobe, some of the stuff he can do, I feel. Yeah. Where it's not as talented, not as fast, not as athletic, but got a really sweet jump shot, can get nice. to the rim, nice moves, nice turnaround, Jay. Uh, I'm a fan of Chris Middleton. No, I agree with you. His 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 half-court game with the kind of art, the bag that he has, the arsenal that he has when it comes to like the, the left turnaround, right turnaround, it's actually kind of deep. I, I don't know, man. I just, you know, he's been kind of disappointing this season. I think yeah, he, a lot yeah. of championship equity is is kind of carrying his name. I kind of think that's why he got the All-Star this year because I didn't think he deserved it. But, no, mm-hmm. you're right. He does have the championship. And, like, I, I, I probably, I don't know if I would put him on my top 10, but he, he's worth an honorable mention. Like, you could mix him in with some of those guys, at least on my end. But Yeah. So, he's, okay, okay. He's, I can't be He's mad 10. He's 10. Yeah, I can't be mad. Yeah, um, my number nine, Sean Marion. Mm. Uh, of course, he had his prime in in Phoenix, where he was averaging around twenty points a game every. But he's 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 always been a very he's always been a winning player, and it was nice in twenty eleven to see it come to fruition. And I I won't spend too much more time on him because we already covered him with you. Uh, my number eight is Grant Hill. Okay. Who is in your honorable mentions, I believe. Yeah. Uh, he just made my list because despite the injuries and shit, he's still, like, he's a Hall of Famer. Right. Uh, he's the first Hall of Famer I've mentioned so far. He's a five-time All-NBA, which is more than a guy I have. I'm pretty sure it's more than a guy I have in the top five, and I'm, I'm sure you have him in your top five, too. Uh, seven-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year. Um, another guy who contributed to a lot of winning teams. And, of course, he's like the first guy people mention when it's when you talk about what could have been with injuries. Yeah. They really had him extreme high hopes for him. So I'm going to factor that in just a little bit. Dudes were calling him like the next MJ, bro. Right. The OGs right. when you hear them talk about it. Yeah. I, with, with, with Grant Hill, what kind of has like made me hesitant to put him on my top 10 was because I, I, I just thought he did most of his damage like late 90s. But mm. honestly, the early 2000s, he still has two All-Stars. He still has a couple, you know, really good seasons where mm. it, right. it's up there with some of the guys, you know, Paige. I feel you on that. Test. So, yeah. can't be mad at that either. Definitely definitely a guy worth mentioning when we talk about small forwards of the 2000s. Right. My number seven is Andre Iguodala, three-time NBA champ, two-time All-Defensive, a one-time All-Star. And, yeah, he's... We we don't need to spend more time on him either, but 
obviously a major part of one of the greatest teams, greatest dynasties we've ever seen. Facts. Yeah. And he has a lot to do with it. And you know he isn't just a lucky guy who was along for the ride. Of course, he got the Finals MVP, which we disagree with. But nonetheless, the fact that you're even being considered for that is uh, impressive. an impressive feat compared to the other guys on this list. And then he leaves Golden State, goes to Miami, Miami and they immediately make the Finals. Yeah. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my number seven, and my number six is Paul George. Okay. Uh, who we we sort of just mentioned. Let me go through some Paul George stats real quick. I'll just lead off. I'll read off his accomplishments, and then we can get to our top five because we sort of did our Paul George spiel. Seven-time All Star, Steals champ in 2019, six-time All NBA, mm. four-time All Defensive in 2013, Most Improved. That's quite a resume, to be honest, for a guy who's yeah. not done yet. Right, right. Of course, he might be. He's probably done for the th- uh, season. He's listed at six eight. He might be even taller than that. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's always been an impressive physical specimen. Yeah. To add to all this, yeah. I mean, he's a dude. Sometimes where he'll be the best guy on the court with a Kawhi Leonard or LeBron James. I just remember some of those LA. It's so funny that battle LA lasted what a year, half half a season. <laughs> that rivalry that everyone was so excited about. But I just remember some of those games and some other games where there'll be a, a all time guy on the court and Paul George would be the best player that night. So yeah, a little, a little, a little giving uh, us giving PG his flowers here, but he deserves it. All right, now we get into the good stuff. Now it gets Top fun. Five. Now it gets fun. Yeah, now it gets really fun. So we're so we want to go back and so I'm gonna give my yeah. Five. You can go and then I'll go. And then they also. scored, and then we then scored. We... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number five, I have Mr. Carmelo Anthony. All right, me too. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> I mean... We're going to have the same list. We probably are going to have the same top five, I bet. But, um, yeah, man, Melo is just buckets, bro. Pure buckets. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. You can... I mean, one of, the best score, one of the best scores of all time, a member... and. You know it gets real when we start listing off 75th anniversary team members. Now you know it, it's getting real. Yeah. A member of the 75th anniversary team, a six-time All-NBA, a scoring champ in 2013, and I believe that same year he came in second in MVP voting behind LeBron, who had like an insane year. Right. Um, of course, he's had some legendary games, dropping over 60, and... And yeah, he's he's blossomed into a pretty decent role player later in his career. But of yeah. course, yeah, in his prime, one of the best scorers you've ever seen. Seriously. His his footwork, man, when it came to those like the way he used to work that baseline, man, it was impeccable. And like you mentioned, when you're on a seventy fifth anniversary team, that that clearly means that you've done a lot of great things in this league. Six time all star, scoring champ, like you mentioned, ten time all star. I mean He's average. His career average in points is twenty two point six. That's not easy to average over twenty for a career. Is not as easy as people would think. But um, yeah, man. Shout out Melo. And, and like you mentioned, the way that he was able to sort of put his ego aside and evolve into this role player that's still impactful, I think has been just as impressive as all the all stars and all the great things he did in Denver and New York. So um, yeah, because at first that was a criticism we had of him. Like, bro. And Hang it up. You're right. not. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to be starting anymore. Facts. Not on any good teams. But yeah. he he changed his ways, which I respect. 
And he's respected by his peers, which means something too. Right. Hopefully he can uh, whisper into the ear of Westbrook and kind of tell him to, like, hey, man, the end of the road, it comes for all of us. Because <laughs> it seems like yeah. Russ is having a hard time accepting that. But, yeah, Mellow 5. All right, so cool. We agree on that. I bet we're going to agree on 4 then. I, I feel like we're going to agree on the rest of this list. Probably. So number 4. Unless you get unless you get super biased with number one, because mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know who my number two is. Um, but number four is Paul Pierce. I'm sure that's yours for sure. Well. Yes, yeah. another Hall of Famer, another All 75 team member, mm-hmm. a 10 time All Star, four time All NBA, and a legitimate NBA Finals MVP. And nice. there are a few injuries away, which I will say every time. A member of the 2008 through 12 Celtics come up. There are a few injuries away from three-peating, really, when you really yeah. think about the way the, the way everything broke for them. But, yeah, Pierce was a, a one of, another great scorer and one of the most clutch players you'll ever see. And I'm not just talking about, like, top 20 clutch. Like, he's really probably top 10 clutchest players yeah. I've ever seen. He Shit, always even top five, bro. It always feel it felt like he literally always came through mm-hmm. <laughs> when it mattered most. Yes. And you know, in this day and age too, this is sort of a weird spiel, but back in the day, like in the eighties, there was no oh point five seconds left on the clock. The clock would just tick to zero. Where these days I feel like there's it's never any point. more buzzer beaters. It's always like, Oh, we hit it with point three. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll just point. about do it, which is lame, right? Right. It really but is. Pierce, even in this day and age, he would get buzzer beaters at the buzzer. The crowd yeah. would erupt. It was just so fun to watch. Um, and he has a great ISO player and pretty selfless too. And mm-hmm. another guy who the last few years were bleak, and people seem to just remember that Pierce for some reason, which is really annoying. Yeah. But before that, he like Mello, he found himself becoming a good role player like on on Washington. Like he was he was even a, a better role player than Mello is really. Like the Didn't dude was in he had big a game shots. Winner, right? Yeah, he was ending series, he was blocking yeah. shots to win series. Yeah. Um Yeah, um and just also a gamer. Yeah, just a gamer and also one of my favorite athletes of all time, you know, us being Celtics fans and had the pleasure to meet him a couple times, and yeah, great yeah. guy, great. Ha- has had some wacky moments post retirement, but I truly love Paul Pierce, and it's it, it it's a testament to him when you see him mentioned with this top five. Exactly. Yeah, I obviously agree with everything you said. Share all the same sentiments. I mean, he's a guy who kind of before as my mic almost falls for the third time but um he's kind of a guy who challenged a young lebron sure but still i mean lebron at 20 was probably really a top 20 guy all time he just didn't have the accolades yet but um a dude who challenged lebron in those early cleveland beat him twice beat him twice like you said has a legit finals mvp against kobe another all-time great yeah, he, he. It's like it goes under, like under the radar sometimes of how good the competition was around him at the positions like those the East was guards, good. Yes. small forwards. Yes. Like, it was a which, lot of which, good players. Which is why there's a lack of all NBAs. Exactly. Yes. Right. Point. Um, and it's not just even before the big three showed up. He was a great player by himself. Yeah. They weren't a shit show really. Like they had some rough years, but they weren't a shit show. And you know. 
his he younger really years, O two, O two through like O four, like they're making conference final, they're making some playoff pushes with him and Antoine Walker in a in a pretty good Eastern Conference. So like the dude, even before the big three showed up, he wasn't. It wasn't like a joke of a playoff career, right? But yeah. with that help, with those actually finally being on a legitimate team, you could see what he could do in in, in the biggest of moments. No, that's important to mention that before the big three, it's not like he was losing every year and having their team in the lottery. Because if that was the case, he right. probably wouldn't be on. Because 07, right. 07, he tore his ACL. He was out that whole year, basically. 06, he was an all-star. They they had a rough year. I think they only won 33 games. But then before that, you know, they're, they're in the playoffs every year, basically. Right. And what year was it when he got stabbed nine times in the back? Was that 05? No, that was earlier. That was like that 2001, I think. Let me earlier. look that up. But right, he gets stabbed. He almost dies, and he comes yeah. back and plays the whole season. I think he gets an All Star too that year. Yeah, he but is. um, yeah. As you look that up, I'll just I'll add a few more Pierce points. You mentioned this earlier, but yeah, should have won. Two thousands. It was two, okay, so it was like he just got drafted almost, and that happened. Wow. But um, yeah, man, he. And he One played ring. all 82 games after that. Yeah, it's, that's impressive, bro. Like, he t- literally almost died. They got one ring. It feels like it should be two or three, but like you mentioned, I was honestly just the injury luck striking the Celtics at the worst possible time. Right. But Pierce is a, just such a gamer, bro, and he's very much deserving to be on this list. So um, any last Pierce thoughts that you had? No, we can keep it pushing. That was fun, though. It was. Yeah, no, it really was. <laughs> So number three, I have the Claw Kawhi yes. Leonard. Yes, I'm sure you agree. And I mean, this guy's just what a career arc for him. He goes from being in a draft day trade to kind of being a no one. You didn't really even know about him. To all of a sudden, he's guarding LeBron in the finals at 22. And then you blink again, he's a finals MVP. And then you blink again, <laughs> he's you- like a top 25 <laughs> guy all time. It, it all happens so fast. I'm him. Like, He's got, like, all these accolades and, like, barely plays basketball. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which tells you how actually, like, how good yeah. this dude really is. But, Kawhi um, Leonard. Yeah, man. Tell the people how good Kawhi is. I mean, bro, I'm, we were talking about him last year. Of course they don't. He gets hurt again. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, he gets he gets hurt all the time, yet he has all, he still has racked up enough to be considered. Even if he retired today, you, you can't tell me he's not top, like, 40 all time. With these accolades. Um, Five-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, two-times final MVP. My personal, I think the year Westbrook wins the MVP, Kawhi was the best basketball player that year. Uh, You could see it even he takes the greatest team of all time, the 2017 Warriors. They're down by like 25, and Kawhi, that ends the season right there. And then Kawhi, as soon as Kawhi got hurt, Golden State came back. I'm not saying the Spurs were going to win that series. I'm just saying... They were the they were not the Golden State was not winning that game, uh, if Kawhi stays healthy at least. That series probably wouldn't have been a cake cakewalk. Like Golden State probably wins, but it would have been a battle. Right, exactly. Uh and that wasn't a great San Antonio roster, as you've seen since Kawhi has left. Mm-hmm. Two time defensive player of the year, all star MVP in twenty twenty, seven time all defensive, two time NBA champ, steals champ in twenty fifteen. And yeah, he was my. I think he was the best player in the year 2017, and just some Tom Brady shit showing up to Toronto and immediately winning them a championship, and then it's over. <laughs> right. Like, 
like they have to forever be grateful and and they love him too still to they love day. him still <laughs> i remember at the parade he's like this is this championship is gonna be something you guys can build off of like already like giving hints like i'm out of here <laughs> <laughs> no he actually has some all-time quotes i remember it might have been after the parade too or no it was before the parade it had to have been because the way the question was framed but it was like Kawhi, what do you think a championship will mean to the city of toronto he goes um i don't know you kind of have to go ask them just so real bro it keeps it all sometimes too real like it's awkwardly real but right uh, and definitely definitely one of my favorite players to watch as you know like the past like five years and we were talking about him last year i mean i came on here i defended him in in the clippers like the mavericks get the better of them at first and that's the Mavericks are up 2-0, right? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the Clippers aren't out of this. Like, at the end of the day, yeah, Luka's great, but this is Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. This isn't – it's not just Paul George. This isn't right. – this isn't – who can I who, who can I mention here? It's not like – This isn't Bradley Beal. This yeah. isn't Bradley Beal. This is Kawhi Leonard. Like, this dude's a baller, and then Kawhi comes out and just forces it. The rest of the series, including Game 7. Man, uh, yeah. That game Showing, six he right. had against Dallas where I, I have to say, I, obviously, I didn't watch Jordan in his heyday and shit like that. But the that the two-way game that Kawhi played in that game six in yeah. Dallas where it looked like Luka was going to finish them off is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in the playoffs, to be honest. And then game seven, he kind of just carried it on. But yeah. that game six, man, remember those shots he was hitting? Yeah. Those step-back threes. I'm happy you say this. Yeah, because he, he does remind me of jordan yeah and kellerman i remember kellerman saying Kawhi's clutcher than kobe i think he is i think he's had more clutch moments than kobe bryant is he higher on my all-time list than kobe bryant no no he's not close right now but he's had massive moments and i'm not just talking about that incredible shot uh versus philadelphia which i we i showed you that video the other day of the the fans, the Philadelphia fans reacting to that yeah. shot. Oh, <laughs> and the God. dad's like the dad's the dad, like, like the dad just lost the dad just <laughs> lost everything on that game. I seen a comment, <laughs> it was like cause everyone was going berserk, babies are crying and shit, and the dad's just sitting down, not, not even yeah. moving. Comment goes, you know for sure the dad is the maddest one in that room right now. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. But yeah, he's just got a crazy resume and not done either. He's not guy. done yet, but we'll see, we'll see where he goes from here. Of course, we do we really know who he is as a person? I'm not sure. Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, the leaving your team does. in the dark, not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the leaving your team in the dark and everything. Right. All the off-season stuff, not a fan of. I say off-season stuff like he's out doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's I just mean, no, like, not you know. informing your team, like, what your future plans with that team is. It's not right. you're hurting them. You're not giving them a chance to build. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, I do love Kawhi, the player, and he's very high on my all-time list. I think I'm, I have him at, like, 22 right now. Yeah, I th- he's definitely in my top 25, I would say, right right now. But, um, yeah, man, you, 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 you said all that, all the things that had to be said about him. He's just a killer. It really is Jordan-esque sometimes, the way he operates in that mid-range, where it's just so money. He, he puts that shoulder in, and he turns around. Yeah, it, like the shot mechanics aren't beautiful. It's not a Carmelo release or like a 
like a clay release or even like a Durant, but it's all it always goes in for some yeah. reason. Like he's, he's just so good. Great fundamentals and underrated athlete. Like underrated. Yeah. Of course, he has massive hands. That's why he's, he's the claw. Some bangs. But bro can fly. Bro, the dude can fly. What was it last year when he was it Maxi Kleber who was on the receiving end of <laughs> crucifixion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's always a white guy. <laughs> nah, shout out it's always a white guy if it's not Jason Terry. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Nah, Kawhi's a beast, man. Hold, I hope we get to see him again. What do you think? This nerf, year, nerf gun to your head, because I don't like saying gun to your head, man. I think about like that. Nerf so gun to my head. Yeah, nerf gun to your head. Does Kawhi play this year? Does he come back? Do we see him? No. 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 Hmm. You don't see Paul George either. Hmm, it's weird because they're ninth right now in the West. Mm, it's not teach. like they're out. Teach. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn, it's interesting that you say that though because they're ninth in the West right now. I would probably get the Nerf guns right through my brains because I couldn't even give you a good answer right <laughs> That's now. That's not how Nerf guns work, bro. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of nerf guns? What kind of nerf gun do you use? Like the nerf, the nerf bullet's gonna fly through your head. It's a fucking. The bullet is a stand. It just goes through my. Oh right, yeah, that would be a stand. I guess, yeah, I guess that would be the only way that would logically happen, right? But uh, I don't know, man. Damn. So you think they don't? He doesn't come back this year? That and I don't suck. think the Clippers need them. They don't need them. They have Reggie Jackson. That's true. They got Marcus Morris, Brandon Boston Jr. <laughs> they kind of figured it out. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope he comes back, though, because they're ninth in the West. It would just be so cool if the Clippers come back as a play-in team. They, mm. Who knows? They beat the Lakers, maybe, and then Kawhi just goes on this run. Like, ah, man. I kind of want to see him see go it. on a Clippers run. I think a Clippers run is due for him. If he can play, I think that's the perfect thing for him. Right. Like, why wouldn't you want to – you have nothing to lose if you come back. Right. Because if you saying. come back and you lose in the play-in, it's like, oh, you just came back. But if you go on a run, now it's here. We years go. from now, we're just gonna remember the run. We're not gonna remember that you. I mean, we'll probably remember, but most people aren't gonna remember that you didn't play the whole year. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and no, I agree with you 100 percent on that. So, uh, yeah, I hope we get to see him this year. Um, shall we move into our top two? Maybe I have a surprise for you. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. You know that commercial? You know that commercial with the I I guess it's, it's an iPhone commercial, but it's the two guys sitting in the car and the dude in the passenger seat. Are they talking with like a movie? Yeah. About, yes, yeah. bro. And the dude in the driver's seat's like he's like, "Yeah, the camera focuses on the main character." Yes. Yes. And I then the dude in the passenger is like, "What if I'm the killer?" And then it, and then it focuses on him for a second yeah. and he's like, "Are you?" It's like, "No." <laughs> yeah. That was basically me just now. Durant's Maybe I have a surprise one. for you. <laughs> Durant is number one, but he's definitely number two. I mean, I could obviously go for an hour on this guy, Gabe, but um, I'll keep it short. I'll keep it as short and simple as I can. <laughs> just, this is definitely going on. Uh, Kyle, turn the camera on. <laughs> turn the camera on. This is Kyle. Definitely going on social media. I mean. I, it's just I my I get hard eyes when I watch him play basketball, man. The guy's so freaking good, talent wise. He's probably as as great as they are. I put him up there with Jordan as far as just what he can do on the court offensively. I always say this. I always say this. I always say this. He's very underrated defender, man. I think people yeah, I, for people sure really forget about for that. Sure. Like on Golden State, he was their rim protector. 
Mm. Brooklyn, he was their rim protectors. I mean, Brooklyn, he was everything. He's their fucking the whole damn organization. I mean, you see, he's out now. They go what two and nine and hard. Isn't it disgraceful just to get off track a little bit? How yeah. bad Brooklyn's been, even you though know, they have Kyrie Irving and James Harden playing right now. It's and and it's probably one of the flaws when it comes to Durant. We're judging I, this, I, this I said, list. I said that. I said yeah. that to you on Twitter earlier. I said, amazing player, not a great judge of character. You're right. You're right about that. It's when it comes to at least teammates. Right. When it comes to teammates right. and shit. Yeah. I mean, Harden is... Oh, man, I don't even want to get into this game because it's going to get dark. And I want to keep this lighthearted. <laughs> but you're right. It's a shame how bad Brooklyn has been. And the guy who should be most ashamed of himself, Kyrie, whatever. He's a fucking nut. We already knew that. Harden, <laughs> you're fucking pathetic, bro. If you're listening to this, you're a fucking joke. <laughs> Like you're such a joke, bro. Oh my god, I didn't see. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. <laughs> well, you, you, I, I like that you say like Kyrie, even though he's putting his team in a massive disadvantage, not playing half the games. Don't even, right. don't even try to make him feel go like that guy cannot feel. He doesn't possess that trait of like yeah. feeling bad about yeah, he something yeah. he's done. It's meaningless. He doesn't too. have yeah. Yeah, so, but it's funny though because at least Kyrie is he'll. Part time or not, when he's on the court, he'll play hard. Like he plays with effort. He's twenty five five and five, and he dude hasn't played in over a year. Harden, like what a guy. Awesome. I'm just kidding. What I'm a, just just I mean a fucking a saint. <laughs> nah, I'm following you. But uh, what a gamer. <laughs> Harden, that guy man. would never give up on a team. Uh, there's this montage on Twitter of Harden in that Sacramento game. I'll send it to you after. It's it's actually disgusting, bro. Like, if you're a fan of basketball, and F- not even, okay, not even if you're a fan of basketball, man, we really got sidetracked, but I have to get this off my chest. Not even if you're a fan of basketball. If you're a fan of effort and hard work and, like, being an honorable human being, and you see what Harden did in that Sacramento game on Thursday, I think, or Wednesday, whenever the fuck it was. People are gonna think you, people right now are thinking Harden pulled down his pants in the middle of the corner and just started and, masturbating. I know, I know, I know. But I mean, it was he was a step away from that, honestly. When when you really? see how bad he was, bro, it was disgusting. And I, I, let me bring this back because it just it highlights how great Kevin Durant is. Because you take him off, the, you throw him on the team, they're the one seed. You take him off, they're the fucking six seed, and they might be in the play-in. So it goes back to why this guy's an all-timer, of course. He's the greatest scorer that I think has ever played this game. And um, yeah, he's Daddy KD. So I, I'll let you, I won't go too deep into it. I kind of got sidetracked with Brooklyn. No, I mean this is your guy. I, like I want this him is to, your. Yeah, well, go KD, ahead. Uh, AD just threw down a crazy putback. Um, oh, I, I seen the look, the walk back. This, this is your guy. Like, if you want to keep going, be my guest. Yeah, I mean, no, there's not too much to add because I'm sure I've said this a million For times. For those of you listening episodes. right now, Jeremiah is completely naked. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, butt naked, <laughs> jerking. But, um, yeah, man, the dude, his, his, his game, he's a guy, like, the resume, you can get into debates on that. That can go on for hours. The, the Golden State move, we can get into debates on that for hours. But he's a guy where you just throw on basketball if you've never watched basketball in your life and you see him play for five minutes, and you're like, okay, this guy has to be one of the best at what he does. Right. All right, and yeah, th- so I guess I will add a few things because mm-hmm. you said most of it, but with Durant, the number one thing when I – when I want to hype him up, the number one thing that stands out, some people it's their accolades and their stats or or their shooting percentage and whatnot. Yeah. Durant, it is the eye test. 
It is like, oh, this guy is like, this is the number one guy I'd want right now on the court. 99.9% of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just, he's balls out every time. At any time in his career, he's been completely healthy. He has been a baller. Uh, let me read off his um, accolades anyways. Because yes. I've done it for everybody else. 11-time All-Star, four-time scoring champ. Hmm. Should be like six, honestly. But which is crazy. crazy. Yeah. Two-time NBA champ, nine-time All-NBA, which is crazy. Two-time All-Star MVP, uh, 75th anniversary team member, obviously. Right. 2014 MVP, rookie of the year in 2008, two-time Finals MVP, two-time NBA champ. Um, And, yeah, again, great two-way player, uh, one of the best players I've ever seen. My only critique, like I said, it's the people he chooses to play with. And then the, the oh, lay off KD and blah, blah, blah. And he continues to put himself in situations where it's like, obviously people are going to have an issue with this. Yeah. Where, where like, I don't know. Look at any other team besides, look at the, the Suns. They're winning a bunch of games right now. And it's, it's just Chris Paul and like a bunch of guys who are good at basketball. It's not like. All right, let's get together here and and get a bunch of people, bunch of all stars who can all do shit with their hands. Like that's just gonna garner. It, it happened in Golden State, and now it's happening in Brooklyn. And obviously in Brooklyn, it's kind of. Can you really say much the way they look without him anymore? Yeah. No, but I'm just saying that's my thing. Where it's like, the his reaction to some of the criticism, like like you should expect it, whether it's warranted or not. Uh, but again, yeah. Obviously, KD's amazing, and and uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's 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 climbing on my list. I I hope he can come back uh, this year, and I'd love to see what he can do the rest of the year. And another thing, I hate that he has Harden. I've said this to you. I hate that he has Harden and Kyrie on his team because I don't like rooting for those guys, but I do like rooting for KD. Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of the depressing part. He's his own worst enemy sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Durant is. Um, yeah, man, I, I, you, you kind of you said something a little interesting there, what, how, how he might rise on. Because right now, I think I might have to have him. Oh, man, it's, I, I won't put him top 10 yet. I, I'll still leave him right, out, right outside the door. He needs to do something with Brooklyn to I, break I should it, have break this through. list. I should have this list written on my the phone. The all-time? So I just, yeah. I have it some, in some Google Doc somewhere. But um, this, this Brook, this chapter that that he's in the midst of right now in brooklyn is gonna really tell us a lot of how like where he ends up as far as an all-time all-time guy in this league because like you said i test we already said this but second to none but man this brooklyn thing this they have to figure this out whether he has to talk to ownership and have to make some moves or something because if if this is just going to end with Four years of you don't know what the fuck's going on, and Kyrie's in and out, and Harden might not even be on the team in a few weeks, which we'll talk about that on Monday or whenever we come back on right. Richie and Mecco, because there's a lot to talk about with all those trade rumors. But mm-hmm. um, this thing, how it ends with Brooklyn, is going to really say a lot about where he uh, f- sits at the end of his career as far as the legacy standings, because mm-hmm. he's obviously had a g- great run in OKC, and I- I'm, I'm I'm glad people are seeing how egregious. Westbrook is as a teammate 
Because Duran had to deal with that shit for nine years. It's so fucking annoying, though, because we've been saying this forever. And now it's, like, cool to shit on Westbrook. But it's, like, we were douchebags when we talked about it years ago. It's because once the lake or once Los Angeles media got involved, now it's, like, oh, it's the word is gold. But it's like Now that it's affecting LeBron. Exactly. Now that it's affecting LeBron. Yeah, yeah, that's where it really matters. But, yeah, bro, the dude had to deal with Westbrook for nine years, was on some great OKC teams. Golden State, you know, that move, you know, I, I hear the argument on how it lessens or the rings kind of aren't I made as heavily. And it makes sense. I, I don't right. get mad at that. It doesn't lessen. doesn't lessen, but it's just it's it not as in, strong increase. as like yeah. a, it's not Kawhi's 2011. Yeah. Or something like that. But um, he was still really great. Like on a, on a team with Steph mm-hmm. Curry, he was still the best guy. And there was, yeah. there was some games in that Cleveland series where... Durant was just so fucking right. ice cold. Yeah, but, Cleveland um, was stacked too, you know? Exactly, exactly. So we'll see how this Brooklyn story goes. He obviously had that insane playoff run that just added another, you know, sparkle on his mm-hmm. legacy. But Which, this, again, this the eye test. Well. Right. Because if you yeah. say, <laughs> oh, KD lost in the second round, mm-hmm. it's like that adds nothing to his legacy. But if you yeah. saw the series, then you're like, oh, shit, okay. And it's um, crazy. Like, people who watch this series and say they'd rather have Giannis over Durant, after watching that series, that just fucking befuddles My only thing times. with that is Giannis, it really feels like he took a step up in the finals. Like, I feel like the Giannis in the finals is a different Giannis that, as Randall the one in the Brooklyn throws series, it down than the one in the Brooklyn series. Yeah, no, I hear you on that. He definitely, I mean, when you score 50 and whatever that free throw number was in the finals, that yeah, you're just on a different level. Yeah. But um, but I, I agree. I'd still take Durant over a healthy Durant for sure, you know? Exactly, yeah. And that's, that's another that's where, that's where it lies. That's, yeah. That's the question. Yeah. Because Giannis is right the Terminator. Now. Giannis, you are guaranteed <laughs> 82 yeah. games, really. Honestly, that health, it, it, when you think of Durant, you don't think his health being like such a big thing with him. Outside of the Achilles injury, but I mean, there, there was a year in OKC, a foot that kind of knocked out. Because when you mentioned he had four scoring tiles, I'm like, he probably should have six. Because there was a year in OKC where he was out for like 30 games. This year, he's the scoring leader, but he's probably not going to get it because he probably won- wouldn't have played enough games. Mm. Similar situation last season. Like, he has these moments throughout the year where it's like this little injury and it's like, boom, four weeks, six weeks gone. And like, it might not mean too much in the moment, but when you step back and look at like the bigger picture, it's like, man, these are just like some all NBA MVP scoring titles at stakes when you miss like a month or two every other season. And it's kind of been the deal with Durant, but he's so good, man. And the only reason he's not number one on this list is because the other guy on this list is <laughs> a yeah. fucking nut. And right. that's obviously LeBron James, who's playing right now, who's back who's after five Just scored absence. a bucket as we speak. Yeah, I mean. What what have people not heard about LeBron that we can say? I don't know, but we went on obviously. A, quite a bit uh, during right. the our top fifty. You know, the three hour super pod like that. We spent like twenty minutes talking about LeBron alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I should go through his accolades. Yeah, let's hear it. Was this year nineteen or eighteen for him? Might be nineteen. I think. Jesus Christ! Insane. Oh three oh four oh three oh four is his first year, and we're in two thousand twenty one to two. So nineteen. I think it's year yeah. eighteen. Or is that would that be eighteen? Yeah, he's a seventeen time All Star. Yeah, never missed the All Star game. Oh wait, no. 
This might be, yeah, this is year 19. Anything over 17 years at this level is just fucking stupid. He didn't get the All-Star game in 2004, which is crazy. Was that his second year? His rookie year, he's not an All-Star, even though he scored 21 points a game. Did he get it his second year? He must have. Yeah, he was in. Ever since, yeah, say 05 on, he's in the All-Star game every year. Uh, Just crazy. (laughs) His numbers are so stupid. I'm not even going to get into them. 17-time All-Star, four-time NBA champion. Rookie of the Year, four-time MVP, 2008 scoring champ, <laughs> seven-time all, All-NBA, four-time Finals MVP, six-time All-Defensive, tw- 2020 Assist Champion. Jesus. Uh, and he's on the 75 team, obviously. He'd be on the two team, really. And Yeah, <laughs> like, I was going to say, he's number two, two on all both time. our lists. Right? right. So, like, I was thinking about LeBron earlier, actually. Okay. And people have said this before. So uh, this isn't a new take by me or anything, but the pressure that was on him coming out of high school in the highest of high hopes, and he exceeded them. Yeah, It's just crazy. He's the only person I can think of. AB's, AD's having a dunk contest today. Yeah, He's the man. only person I can think of who, who's, who's like that ever. Yeah. In anything. Cause Not Brady- just sports. Was a sixth round pick as great as he nope, was. Exactly. Brady and even Jordan. Like, Jordan, it was like, oh, this guy is going to be the greatest basketball player of yeah, all time. Didn't even go number one in his own draft. Right. And then LeBron comes in and then it's like, this guy's the second coming. This guy's this. This guy's that. He's an absolute celebrity in high school. And he delivered. <laughs> and the way he's handled school. that pressure off the court. Right. Again, again this isn't on the court list, but. That has to be mentioned too. At 17 years old, you get all that pressure, all those TVs, cameras, magazines, all that shit. Never have an off the court or off yeah off the court issues, no scandal, nothing like that. Right. Just an impressive guy through and through. Right, because the worst thing we can say about him is like, you know, he the the LeBron media mafia, yeah, which decision. is out there, the decision. And the corniness, like the corny shit he'll say sometimes. And the Instagram captions. And the stuff he'll say, yeah, the Instagram captions and the egotistical stuff he'll say where it's like, you're just saying this to back your own legacy and whatnot. Like, he's super concerned with his legacy, which I get it. At this point, you're very, you've done all this and then there's so many people saying you're not the best player of all time, which I don't think he is. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. It's, I I just... I mean, go it's watch not. The Last Dance. We didn't think that yeah. we thought this before The Last Dance. This yeah, the Last exactly. Dance didn't change our mind about anything. <laughs> but watched the the gap Jord- between Jordan and everybody else was so much greater than it is with LeBron. Where LeBron and we just mentioned KD and Kawhi, and it's like it's always close. It feels like it's it, yeah. for the past like six years. It's yeah. felt like yeah, LeBron's. At times, it's like, yeah, he's the best player in the NBA, but there are certain times in the season when we'll feel like somebody else's. But that was never the case with Jordan. But I wish I didn't say that because this isn't this has nothing to do with Jordan. We're talking about 21st. Yeah. To get back to LeBron, we're doing this, this series of the 20 best point guards, best shooting guards, best small forwards, big men of the 21st century. This is the best player of the 21st century. 100%. <laughs> Which is pretty crazy. And, uh, I mean, there's not much more we could say without getting into hyper, doing hyperbole, hyperbole, 
I'm fucking having a stroke. This happens once <laughs> a podcast now. You know what I mean. I, I, I got there's you. there's only so much we can go before we get way too extravagant with LeBron. So we'll, give me your give me your thoughts. Yeah, man, I share all the same sentiments. Obviously, we've if you guys listen back to our tops top fifty all time list, we give a more thorough breakdown of LeBron and his greatness. But um, which is nothing new. You every this is like common knowledge. But yeah, man, I, I will say though, I have been impressed with, like, he's been out the lineup a couple times this year, but I have been impressed because if you remember last year, I did say that he would kind of fall out the top five. And I don't think that I'm like just dead wrong about that because he's not playing every game anymore. He's taking like a week off here and there and you can't be a top five guy if you're just in and out. Right. But when he's in, man, I mean, this dude can still give you 30, 10 and five, which is ridiculous at his age. So... Mm. I will say that I like I, I didn't expect his um his age like, in miles. Yeah, with that mileage, I was probably second in minutes all the time right. or some shit. Right. Like his a ability lot. to still be like to go at that high level on like a random Wednesday or like a random like even tonight I, I bet he probably has a triple double or some nut shit already. But um John Moran is a fucking nut. Sorry, I just saw a crazy highlight. But uh, <laughs> yo, yeah, that's man. crazy. Seen that shit? Yeah, He's, they're like doing that once a game, bro. It's a oh, yeah. They're, they're the Globetrotters. So Jesus, look at this dude, bro. All right, this is not about John Murray. John Murray will be on this list soon, or he'll be on the point guard list very soon. But um, back to LeBron. Yeah, man, he um, he still can he still can dig into that well when he needs to, which I think is still impressive at age thirty six, thirty seven, year whatever. So shout out Bron, number one on this list. Yes, yes. No okay. disagreements, really. Yeah, I mean, the top 10 through 6, we didn't have similarities, but that's... 10 through 6 is so goofy that That's so like, goofy, right. We're going to have different that. ones, but we're not... I'm not going to fight you on anything. Exactly, yeah. But 1 through 5, I think, is should be universal if, if you really watch hoops. So, yeah, that wraps up our, our small forwards of the 21st century, top 10. Um... So what? We'll be back for the hoop. Uh, oh God, I'm, now I'm mixing up. The Richie and Mecco connection. We'll be back for that. We'll do our NBA trade deadline episode. Um, what else, Gabe? What else do we got going on? Yeah, just to lay out the next few weeks. Like, so we'll do the trade. This will come out, Jay. You think? You think? So we'll have this out before the rich, the trade done. The Richie comes back. The Richie and Mecco connection. Yeah, comes back. yeah. This will probably be out like tomorrow type shit. Okay, so this will be out probably before your Monday morning commute or whatever. Uh, so listen to us then. 